welcome to the most hype episode of uh, Fish and Fergie podcast ever as we break down this wild trade deadline um, that we've seen unfold in front of us. Now, today specifically has been rather dull, but we've got so many trades to talk about over the past uh, few days, few even weeks, few weeks. weeks even, yeah. weeks. Got a so, lot of trades to cover. But before, before we get there, though, I need to know, Fergie, how was your weekend? <laughs> weekend. I was guess weekend in the past couple of weeks, well, yeah. you know, it's a, it's whatever you want. You just tell me a story. Weekend's been great, man. Um, yeah, I don't even know what I did. <laughs> uh, last, yeah, I guess it would have been. Uh, it's Friday now. So. Well, tell us about the hockey. How's the hockey been? Hockey's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it in a, bit, a bit in the car, but last game was a tough one. Lost nine four. Sadly, that's tough. It's tough. No, it, it, it was a you know? it was a good game though. Like even though we we lost nine four, like I I played pretty good. I almost had sixty shots on goal. Like yes, I had like fifty seven shots. That's a lot, there. man. That's a lot. Um, heavy workload, but yeah, it, it was happens. Fun, and um, that's it. That's about it. I think since the last podcast, we've only done we've only had one hockey game. So that was our last hockey game, and. Um, yeah. Well, that's that's good to hear. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. glad that uh, the hockey's been good. What about the school? How's the school's school good. I had had an exam yesterday, mm-hmm. the day before, and the day before that. Mm-hmm. Um, health and nutrition exam. Tough one. Tough one. You know, I've I've ranted a bit about health and nutrition before. I've actually, heard it. I've heard it. It was kind of tough. I uh, haven't got the mark back for that one. Did my psych exam yesterday? Got a seventy-five. That's good. That's good. Those I'll are good marks. That's what we I'll want. That, yeah, right. yeah, totally. Um, yeah, seventy-five. Not too bad. Not you know. bad. You know, we take those. We take those. Totally. And uh, my caper exam, I haven't got that mark. What is either. caper? Kine- kinesiology, physical education, and recreation. Okay. Boom. K P E R. Did I just? Huh? Is it K P E R? Yeah. Oh, caper. caper. Okay, yeah, I thought I mean it was like the, I thought I was thinking like K A P E R. I'm like, what's oh, uh, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, caper. K yeah. But that exam was pretty tough. I didn't finish that exam sadly. Um, you think my prof would be a little nice? Like, we so we had the format was like a minute per question, right? So we had I think it was six. Yeah, I don't know, fifty questions. Mm-hmm. Multiple like choice. Fifty minutes, all multiple choice. Okay, but like. I had like a few questions left and like. What about at no the end? Why, you didn't no. just go for like an A B C D? Bro, I, I did. Oh. I did. I just did like five consecutive. I just did like A A B B C C. I don't know. Just like didn't throw a D in there. But so did did you finish all of them technically? Yeah. Okay. Technically okay. I finished, but okay. like technically yeah. I didn't. Like, hey, I you didn't leave but anything on the table. Yeah, you know? but like you think like did give me like a bit of like amnesty there, like maybe like <laughs> a throw in a minute there. Yeah, like, yeah. Where he's like. Um, okay, the minutes passed. You should be done. Pencils off. Oh, well. And then you're just like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah. like dang. No mercy. Man. Yeah. yeah. No amnesty at all. Cobra Kai. <laughs> nope. <laughs> wa- haven't watched that. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, no mercy, but how about you? Uh, exams. I think you mentioned the stats exam a bit, but. Yeah, so I had a, had a tough go on a relatively easy course from what I've heard. I mean, um, 
yeah, it just, you know, things weren't going well. You know, we were trying to get pucks deep and get on the forecheck, but we just we just couldn't pull it off. Um, you know, sometimes that's just how it goes. You know, the yeah. the wheels were turning and the the boys were getting getting going, but we just we just couldn't come out with the uh with <laughs> the right result in the end, but um yeah, it was a tough exam. Um don't really want to talk about it, you know. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of uh, you know, you just sit down, you you look at the questions, and you're like, no, there's only like one or two of these that <laughs> I might be able to answer. You know, like <laughs> it was a, it was it was bad. Those moments where you're writing an exam, and like there's like a buddy right beside you or a friend, and right when you get your exam and like the first question, and you don't know it, and then you like you know that moment you get the first question, you look at it, and then you just look at your friend, and, and they don't you know just, it like, either. Like you both don't know it, and <laughs> it's just like already laughing because like Bro. the first question you don't know. I'm like, oh, this exam is gonna be tough. Man. Well, that would be like nice, that, but that's... there were no buddies for me to look yeah. at. It was just like me looking at the first question, not knowing it, and being like, well, this is gonna be it's a long like, fifty yeah. minutes. Those those moments are always so funny though. Like at the time, you're like, oh shit, but then after it's kind of funny. But like, yeah, no, I remember the caper exam. The first question, I was like, oh, already, I yeah. sucked at. It's yeah. like, but anyway, um, yeah. Sorry, quick thing, interruption. Mm. We have a we, we have a trade to we announce. Have a, we do. <laughs> <laughs> put it in the mic. Put it in the mic. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Big um, trade. FNF. Kind of. FNF trade deadline edition. We're gonna constantly be talking about new trades that have come up. We'll obviously review the trades that have been, but mm-hmm. um, new trade. Dmitry Kulikov, depth defenseman from Anaheim, mm-hmm. goes to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. So the P- Pittsburgh Penguins continue to trade for players obviously they got Mikel Grand on uh last night mm-hmm. so they keep making some depth additions so he's a good depth defenseman and the return is to be determined so great player love yeah. him yeah <laughs> um from your Winnipeg Jets yeah no well for the Jets for like four and a half million overpay that yeah. was a huge overpay yeah I mean I mean he had he had good he played some good years for he the had Jets. a good promising future but injury um, prone I'll say that he's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets injured a lot, so Pittsburgh's got to look out for that. But depth defenseman, you know, if they make the playoffs, kind of in and out of the lineup type of guy, right? So totally good addition, though. Yeah. Um, I honestly think too, like maybe this will be an indication towards, you know, if if Pittsburgh isn't done, maybe Kevin Sheveldayoff and the Jets aren't done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if if we to go back and cover a, a previous trade from earlier this morning. We saw Nemestikov uh, go to the Jets, which is basically the Jets flipping a waivers AC Mont for um, Nemestikov, which I don't think is terrible. It's not as good as the JVR hopes that we had. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Like it's it's more of a it's it's confusing to me. Look, because Nemestikov's a good depth player. Mm-hmm. I think the asset management's the problem here. Because if you think about it, the Sharks picked up AC Mount off waivers, right, for free. And then in, and then they ship off AC Mount for Vlad Nemestikov. Yeah. And then they get ne- they trade Nemestikov for a fourth-round pick. So if you're thinking more that way, sh- San Jose right. Sharks just picked up a fourth-round pick for free. So that's true. Some good asset management by the Sharks. The Jets, totally. not so much. But, but, but yeah, but I feel like... He's still a good player, though. But I feel like he might be good, a good addition to have, like, um, I'm trying to see if he's won a Stanley Cup or not. Uh, he might have with the Lightning. I'm not sure. But 2017-18 was his last season with them. Did they? I don't no. think they had won yet. No. no. Yeah. 
So let's see. I'll just but pull him up just to just uh, to be sure. But you know what? You could stick him beside Adam Lowry, but he yeah he, he does not a have a have a, a champion uh, Stanley Cup. Oh my. I'm a little bit disappointed. You know, we've talked about it a little bit before, but obviously, you know, we're Jets fans, so a little bit of bias. And totally. We like to see them make some moves, and usually it's the same song and dance with the Jets every deadline, where it's yeah. like we name a we name like a list of players that could potentially be fits for the Jets, and you know, it's the same shit every year. They don't trade for the player. Well, and I, this is the thing. They I get th- like a depth guy, and then they don't make any other moves. It's yeah. the same song and dance every year. I think that. Even though, when people say that Cheval Dayoff is a little bit um, cheaper or just he's just I'd being, say very being conservative, cautious, conservative, cautious, passive, yeah, those are I would say are correct. But I also think that it's very tough to make a deal work with being in Winnipeg. I not it's not yeah. about it's not even necessarily about the fact that Winnipeg kind of like sucks as a place to go and play as a player, but it's just like there's just no additional pull. Like it's not a big market team. It's like a, and it's not necessarily. If we offer like if we offer the same as like Los Angeles or or even we offer the same as like even Calgary, Ottawa, Toronto, New York, even Buffalo, Carolina, literally any team. There's only a handful of teams like Columbus. Maybe is worse off. I would rather go to Winnipeg than Columbus. But basically every other team. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I disagree with the a bit in terms of trading. I agree with what you're saying in terms of free agents and the free in the summer. Obviously, it's up to the players where they want to go, right? That's the right. Players and the players tell their agents what they want. The agents get it done. They're like, "Hey, Winnipeg, Columbus, those teams. We don't want them on their my no my no team list. I don't want them. I don't want to go there." But in terms of trades, there it is no. Players, it's not up to the players in terms of. But trades. how do we know if that they get? They tra- don't have Winnipeg on their no trade list. But not themselves. every player has a no trade clause. It's true. Most players in the NHL do not have no trade clause. Yeah. There's a lot of players who have modified no trade clause, which means it's some teams, but also for a lot of players that doesn't kick in until later in their contract. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of contracts, how they're structured mm-hmm. for long term contracts, most of the time it is the first half of the contract. No limits at all, like no no um, modified no trade clause, and then the then the latter half will be no movement clauses, right? And so there's only a limited number of players in the NHL that have strict no move clauses. So in terms of the trade deadline, there's so many players that have that have nothing. It's true. So the Jets have no excuse for that. Yeah, sure, and, and like the, the, the trade deadline guys often aren't guys that are getting the the no move exactly. clauses. Exactly. The the trade deadline players are are gonna be most of the time are rentals and so yep. they they don't have any contract obligations for the next years right so i think that's a big excuse for the jets i think shovel Dayoff can work around that um columbus and other small markets have done that same with ottawa senators ottawa is not a very attractive place to go to either i guess it's one of the lower half and they now, just though. they just traded for jacob chicken yeah but you got you got uh, what's his jacob? name uh taking over ownership <laughs> With the, like Ottawa's been in the headlines, kind of at least a little more. Like they're getting a new rink at some point. They're yeah, that is even. I'm just saying that. I'm yeah, just saying that the Jets right. have. They don't have any excuse to be honest. That when you talk, I about, think the players have more say in it than you're letting on, though. They don't, though. I I if, think they might. Player, no players who who have literally no, no say in 
whether they can be moved, they have to play. They have an obligation if they're traded That's there. That's true. They have to play. This is. I think you're being at a bit of this free agency. Free agency is totally different than the trade deadline. I agree. I agree. Trade but they trade for a player and they have like think about Nino Niederreiter, right? Yeah. Um, that's another deal we can talk about later. <laughs> See that video where he, he got off the plane and he's like, oh, it's cold. <laughs> he's, he's, like, like, he's like, oh, it's not too bad here. I thought it was going to be colder. And, and he's then, like, it's a little cold. he's like, okay, yeah. it's a little cold. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, but, yeah, we'll, we'll expand on the trade a bit later. But in terms of Nino Niederreiter, his contract was structured last summer. He signed a two-year deal with Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. This year and next year. The Jets trade for him, so he's going to play for the rest of this year. And then next year. He has no saying. Oh, I'm I'm not going there. I don't want to go there. Right. He has his con. He has, uh, he has a contract obligation to play for that team. So he has no say in that. That's true. So there's many players like Nino Niederreiter that have that contract that mm-hmm. the Jets can trade for, and they have. It doesn't matter if they don't like Winnipeg. They have an obligation to play because that's what their contract says. They have to. It's different from free agency. I think. I think that you're right. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm over. Um, like maybe this isn't as big of a deal, but. I just think if you have, like, the Jets offering the same as three other teams, like, when have we seen the Jets get that player That's not, when they're, I don't when think they're putting up the same? Peg, it's more because of their turn. If, well, if they're putting if, up the same if, return, if it's just a pick. And, it's, and never the, it's never the same I guess it's though. never exactly, like, but maybe you're, like. If you're with other example. good teams, right, because the trade, trade deadline, the playoff teams are trying to stack up, right? So, you're, so say three playoff teams are at all adding in a similar pick. And, and it's, it's pr- about equal value. I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, if, say, okay, so say we're talking about Timo Meyer, for mm-hmm. example. The Jets didn't get him. Right. It's not because it doesn't have to do anything with Winnipeg. It's because the New New Jersey Devils gave Probably the Sharks more. the best yeah. offer. Yeah. We're talking about trades. Um, if, if three teams are offering the same thing for Timo Meyer, the San Jose Sharks are not going to be like, oh, well, we're not going to change him to Winnipeg because – Nobody likes no, nobody likes to go there. The GMs are they don't care about that. They're right. Gonna, like, we're gonna send the player wherever we get the best investment, wherever we get the best return. It's true. GMs are not gonna be thinking, oh well, um, Winnipeg's offering a better return, but you know what? We don't like Winnipeg. We we don't want Timo Meyer to go there. We want to send to a better city. Like that's not what they're thinking. It's true. It's they're true. thinking that we want the best return. If the Winnipeg Jets offered the best return, Timo Meyer's a Jet right now. I don't think that has any. I think what m- you're more talking about, and we've tov- accomplished, we've sorry, we've covered this topic for a while, so we'll get off of it after this point. But yeah. I think you're more leaning towards a Patrick Kane situation, where he has a full no move clause, and he a hundred percent gets to decide where he wants. Right. Because in the Patrick Kane situation, he only wanted to go to the New York Rangers, right? So that's a situation where it's totally up to the player, like you're saying, right? For most players, they don't have. Full no, no no move clauses, right? Yeah. Patrick Kane is only a select number of players who's like, usually it's like the big stars in the league, right? Like Connor it's McDavid, yep. Austin, obviously they're not everybody. Have, yeah, it's, it's a rare thing. The, yeah, most, most of the like really good stars in the league, right? So Patrick Kane is obviously, arguably like one of the best um, American-born players to play the game, right? So he's he's a big star in the league, mm-hmm. and so he has a no, no move clause, right? So he gets to choose where he wants to go. And yep. the only team, reportedly, that the only team that he wanted to go to was the Rangers, right? Which is pretty so pretty awesome that he's playing yeah, with the Rangers. It's, like it's that's a, great to see. They're like, a great team now, but and we'll obviously co- cover that later too. But yeah. when you look at the trade itself, Chicago didn't have a great return, and that's no surprise because they had no leverage in the deal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If Patrick, if the New York Rangers was the only team that Patrick Kane wanted to go to, then the Chicago Blackhawks have no leverage. They yeah. can't trade with any other team. Yeah. Right. So the Rangers are gonna be like, oh well, he only wants to come here. So right. if you want to get some return. Uh, we have all the leverage, right? It's true. So, 
it's it's a big topic of conversation. I got yeah, what you're saying. I just feel like if if you're a team that that can't do as well in free agency, can't do as well in some other areas, you're small s- smaller market, whatever, not a super attractive place. I'm not even saying like it's all because of that, but yeah. but why then like free agency? Why then? I totally understand your argument. I'm saying why then don't the Jets do better in at, especially in a year. It's a it's a return it's a return issue. Shevel Shevel Day off. It's not about Winnipeg. Um, I'm I saying like agency, it would just make more sense more to Shevel stack Dayoff up. Doesn't want to risk his deadline. future. He doesn't want to risk his future because I guess there's a big topic of conversation around the Jets right now is because they started the year off so good. Mm-hmm. Their first 30 games, their record was 29 and one. Great well, start. I think. And then the next 30 games, they haven't been playing good. They're trending in the wrong direction, and so now Shovel Dayoff was like, "Well, which team is the actual Jets? Is it mm-hmm. is our team the team that started off beginning the season, or is it our team now who's lost six of the last seven games? Right? Mm-hmm. They're declining right now. They're they're heading towards the wrong direction. So Shovel Dayoff is probably thinking, "Why would I risk my future? Why would I trade all these prospects? Why would I trade this year's first round pick when it's one of the best? It's supposed to be one of the best draft years." In like the whole NHL, like apparently it's supposed to be a really good draft mm-hmm. year. So he's probably thinking, why would I risk all of my draft capital and all these prospects for a team that's not proving to me that they're worth going all in for? I think there you you got a really good point. Like I think that I think that um, makes the most sense to me. Like I think there's, I also was thinking kind of before that, um, like. It, the Jets just also don't really seem like they want to go all in this year. Like yeah. they they could have they could have pulled more strings. Everybody would agree with that. Yeah, they're just not going all in. So it's it's a combination of a little bit of everything. Yeah. I'm sure there's a bit of every piece. And you're right. I I may have initially been kind of overstepping a little no, bit, but I, but I you're right. Like they, I just don't. It doesn't seem like they're going all in, and that's and that's whatever. But it it does make you wonder. And we can get off the Jets pretty quick, but. Um, like Shifley, Hellebuck, even Ehlers, Connor, like these guys aren't going to be in their prime for forever, right? Yeah. They only got like a couple well, more seasons in their yeah. prime. They're, like in their prime, like only like like a couple more. Like I don't really know what the exact number would be, but in two, three yeah. seasons from now, four maybe. It's d- dude, I'm telling you, it's a shame too. You got to figure it out because because then they're gonna have to fully rebuild again. Exactly. I I think it's a shame because. I think at the beginning of the year when the Jets were doing really good and they had that good start, I think Chevy wanted to go on. I think that was the plan. Mm-hmm. And now that it's took a dark turn yeah. and they've they've gone off the rails, I think now it's kind of gone his head a bit. I think all the right. Jets management have – I because I think they wanted to go all in. Yeah. And now that they've been losing, I think now he's like, okay, I don't want to risk my future. And like you said, Dubois, Hellebuck, Wheeler, Shifley, they're all UFAs in two years. And so yeah, after that's that, true. That's an even I, better I, point, yeah. I think – at least one of I, I think at least two of the four won't will not resign and so the jets are gonna have to have a big rebuild and so that's it's why i think they should terrible. go on yeah and and then i guess okay so if we're just gonna continue talking about the jets for a little bit longer i just had to bring up that point no i agree um with the team right now the way that the east and the west are in fact the east is way better quite a bit more stacked right now can these jets still kind of pull something off because it's not like they have a bad team no they're just they still have a really good they've been playing poorly recently Mm -hmm. i just think do can they still pull it off 
with what they got, with the tools that they got, can they pull something? Off? Like, let's say no. Let's say I the Jets. Think okay. So. okay, and that's why I think they need to add, right? Mm-hmm. And also, if you're talking about the Jets and adding, I think what message do you think it sends to your players if you don't add? It's yeah. What do you think like, the kind of message? Shovel yeah. else like, hey, I don't believe in you guys. Yeah. I don't think that you guys can do it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. And I also don't think you're worth risking your future for. Yeah. That, I think that's the message. And also think if that's the message the players are receiving, I think that that can negatively affect the locker room yeah. inside that Jets locker. Which room. is already a rough locker room. Yeah. To I, begin think, with. I think it's been a better locker room a bit this year. But I think that message sends a really bad notion to the locker room. And I think. Their pl- I think their play can also be negatively impacted by that because mm-hmm. he's basically saying, I don't think you're worth risking this for. So to answer your question right now, I don't think they're a team that can win two rounds, maybe one round. I don't think they have enough strength in the forward group. That's why I think they need to add. It's true. But I think I think that I, I'm more of an optimistic person just in, in like plainly. Yeah. I think that the Jets um, – I think anything can happen in the playoffs. I'll, I'll just say anything that. can I'll happen. Yeah, I agree. With you're that. you're right though. Yeah. That's a, a, from a from a analytical standpoint. Yeah. I like to play devil's you're advocate right. too. You and, know? But I you're like to play. You're probably play more accurate side. though. You're probably yeah. more accurate. They probably won't make it past the second round this year. Yeah. Sorry, um, but they probably have a good chance against Dallas. Anyway, yeah. enough about the Jets. Yeah. But new trade. It'd be no, funny if it um, was for the Jets though. Um, the return has come. On the Dmitry Kulikov trade. So, the full trade is, like we said, Dmitry Kulikov to the Pittsburgh Penguins. In return, this is actually a bigger return than I expected. A third-round pick mm-hmm. to the Anaheim Ducks, which this I year? think would be um, not, not – we don't know yet. Just okay. a third-round pick, which is already enough. But also Brock so the turn is Brock McGinn and a third-round pick. And Brock McGinn is a really good bottom six forward who's been struggling as of late. But that's a good return mm-hmm. for Kulikov, who's only a depth defenseman. Yeah. A third-round pick enough would be – that's a pretty good return. I agree. But, I agree. Um, yeah. So do you want to look over the – we'll look at the major trades. Start that have at been the, made ma- in the, past. the The MTs. The MTs. Uh, should we start with the biggest of them all? Well, I wonder what the biggest of them all would be. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling down here. Yeah, let, let's um, we'll do a. Well, I'm in cro- August. We'll do chronological order. We'll do the big. Okay, so the biggest trade that was a week or so ago. Well, let's do the Orlov trade. We'll cover the Bruins trade first. I was gonna say I'm as far back as. Tarasenko. Did we talk about him? Yeah, yeah we, we did. did talk we did about talk about him. But Ryan O'Reilly, we didn't we talk didn't, about that. We didn't cover that, actually. We can talk about that, that briefly. It's just yeah. a good depth it was, piece. It was a while ago, but that just shows we haven't made a pod in quite a bit, actually, because that was a while ago. It's been a bit, yeah. Um, Let's hear it from the direct source. <laughs> As a Leafs fan, Fisher, Ryan O'Reilly, and Noel Chari to the Leafs, what are your thoughts? I think that it. this is great for the Leafs. Okay, so this Leafs team, like, they went out after just recently, as we all know, and after their uh, big acquisitions and got spanked by the Oilers. But I think that they've really done what they need to to get some big veteran guys that have played lots of uh, playoff games to kind of help balance out with their younger core that has had a lot of first-round exits. <laughs> but I think I think having Ryan O'Reilly in the locker room is like, 
huge, amazing. He's not, he's not even like a super impactful player all the time on the ice, which might be maybe, and maybe even then I'm I'm cutting him short. But, um, it's it's just what he does, what he does, the 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 knowledge and experience he brings to the team, and and he he does things like block shots and and win puck battles and playing against him like would be scary if I'm a forward, two-way, right? Two way forward yeah. too, something the Leafs lack a bit. Matthews true. is obviously a good two way, but like other than that, they don't have a lot of defensive forwards. It's true, Tavares too. But I agree. I think his leadership qualities and his Stanley Cup experience, which the Leafs don't have a lot, he's won a Stanley Cup. Exactly. I think, like you said, that is probably more crucial than his actual on ice performance. I think totally. in the locker room. If it comes down to another game seven between the Leafs and the Lightning, I think, you know, obviously the Leafs, because they've lost a lot in the past, I think the pressure gets to them in that market. It's a big market in Toronto. I think the pressure gets to them. I think Ryan O'Reilly in that game seven in an intermission, I think would be crucial to, hey, guys, relax, just play your game. Just, yeah, I and, think, and, I think and he, he'd be able to tell them yeah what it's like and just kind of exactly and, and even like when maybe some guys are getting nervous and and missing passes and whatever and just and not really uh, showing up like he can go up there and, and lead by example on the ice too and be like this is what we need to do to win exactly. we need to get in the ba- corners get win puck battles and uh, yeah so I think what we should do as we go through these trades is put a prediction of the playoff uh, like length how that could of each team. Like, yeah, like, we could do that. Yeah, and maybe how, not. And how we think that'll, like, also how we think the trade will impact the team and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then I think we can kind of go, like, specifically, like, maybe we could do the Leafs. Should we save that till later on? Because they maybe have a we'll couple do more. It later on. Okay. They, there's still some other moves, right? Yeah. So we'll, we'll do, like, we'll go through all the moves for, like, the biggest team, like, the most active teams. And mm-hmm. then we'll say how we think they're going to. Because the Leafs have made, like, two other moves after this, right? So yeah. we'll talk about the Leafs after. But um, in terms of this trade, think another underrated piece is Noel Chari. I think he's a great bottom six forward, and he also brings a little, a lot of bite to the Leafs lineup that I think they lack. Sort of. I think they've a lot of the trades they've made now this year have been really good because they've gotten a little more bite. Right. I think Noel Chari is yeah. very hard to play against, which I think the Leafs lack sometimes. I think in the playoffs he's going to be a great bottom six forward. Br- brings a lot of energy to the lineup. I mean, ev- and even like we'll talk about this later, but also with like McCabe too, yeah. and some of the other Very guys hard like to play against, yeah, gritty. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's it for the least. But the Blues get a haul in return: a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a third, mm-hmm. which is like okay. But Adam God, that's like okay. Who cares? But Mikhail Abramov, uh, he's a like very he's like a B-level prospect. He oh, maybe C-level prospect. Do I remember prospect. him from the World Juniors? Um, Am I making that up? I can't remember, but he's. I could I could hear like Gord Miller saying like Abramov or something like that. I, I think there's know. a couple, but they, yeah, I don't know certainly. How he's 21, so he's still pretty yeah, young, but yeah. he's he's like a B level prospect, so he's he's a decent prospect mm-hmm. that they gave up. But I think honestly, it's good value for St. Louis, but I still like the trade for the Leafs. Yeah, um, I think they both won. To yeah, be honest, they, they both yeah. get what they want. Um, St. St. Louis is retooling a bit, and Toronto's obviously going all in. So that's good to see. And I mean, it's good too from like from the O'Reilly perspective. It's kind of like wherever he was traded to at the deadline, he won a Stanley Cup, kind yeah. of. Not really, it's but ex- you know, he's won. He's won with um, with St. Louis, yeah. and then he won. It's uh, the experience, right? Yeah. The leadership qualities too. He was the captain for the, the Blues, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, agreed. Yeah. Minor trade for the Rangers. Tyler Mott. They trade from last year too at the deadline, which is funny. So. 
Tyler Mont. Honestly, I just remember the guy from Vancouver. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> so he's gonna just add some bottom six depth. He's he can be very effective in playoffs. Actually, he was really good for the Rangers last year. Um, nothing much to say there. Um, Shea Weber went to the Coyotes. I didn't even see yeah, that. Yeah, just contract dump, right? Right. Um, along with a fifth round pick. Um. And the Ottawa Senators dump Nikita Zaitsev's contract to the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, and, you know, you see why that salary dump kind of paid off later, which yeah. we'll talk about. Um, totally. I didn't even – I didn't really uh, pay attention to this as much looking uh, – in connection with what's yeah. later, but, yeah. Well, he's supposed to be a good player, though. He's, like def- – he's okay. Definitely not worth his contract. His contract was tough. Nah. But, yeah, they – because – you look at the trade the centers had to dump off a bunch of draft capital too just to get rid of the contract they had to pay assets for him to leave right yeah so um the first blockbuster trade like after the ryan o'reilly trade i'd say the first blockbuster closer to the deadline is definitely between the washington Cap- capitals though and the boston bruins orlov's a big addition dimitri orlov uh, yeah Vernon hathaway huge trade mm-hmm. and it's also even more amplified because dimitri orlov in his first three games with the bruins already has like six points Bang, he man. scored a goal and um two assists last night i watched that game he was amazing and then the game before against calgary he scored two goals wow. so he's fitting in very well with the calgary flames and garnet hathaway too going to the bruins he's a perfect fit for the bruins yeah like yeah gritty yep. bottom six forward all up on your face. Systems player too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, in return, Washington gets Craig Smith, which is just a cap dump. Yeah. Uh, first round pick, second round pick, and a third round pick. So good return for Washington and Fisher. Who ever knew that we were going to say this? But it looks like Washington is heading towards the retool stage, which I have not seen in my lifetime because they've always been. They've always the been good, yeah. but I I think it's time. You know, it doesn't last forever. You gotta aging core. Yep, totally, totally. Right. But um, yeah. I mean, Ovechkin's pro. Well, he's happy. He's got his. He's got his Stanley well, he Cup, and he'll Stanley and Cup, he'll keep playing for yeah. forever. So whatever. But yeah, forever. Yeah. He literally will Basically. until he until he has most goals. Like. That's true. Which he'll, do you think he'll, he'll hit that? I think he'll. I hit think that. he will. I think. Yeah. And that'll be cool. That'll be so yeah. cool. Um. Yeah, that's already paid off for the Bruins. Good value there. Yeah. Uh, Washington gets back a lot, though. So I'd say, like we said for the last trade, I think both kind of winners, right? They Washington gets some much-needed draft capital, and the Bruins get – they're all in this year. Mm-hmm. So, You know what? Actually, just while we're talking about it, yeah. I think Ovechkin hits, hits that, but then I think it's only a couple years m- – maybe not just a couple, but before McDavid's done, he will pass. He will pass both, them both. I don't think so. I'm honestly. I'm confident in it. I think I think what we've seen this year is we've just seen this year. what we've seen this year. I don't think it's gonna be like a Matthews situation where he like he like um kind of reverts back because I mean we've seen Matthews this season not do quite as well as uh, he's still playing good. He's still like playing good, but he, but, but he's not yeah, scoring yeah, as many goals, yeah. right? Because you have to be scoring so many goals to be like in the in the talks for um most goals right like you have to have had a long career of scoring like 40 plus goals like almost all the time i just i think that mcdavid is just gonna keep progressing and because when you watch him play man it's just 
I don't know. I I there's not really anything anything like it from my perspective. In his last four games, he scored eight two goals. nine. Yeah, like in those in games, his, I know. Yeah, you know five. It's five games now. He scored two goals insane. in a row. I I was wa- and I've watched I've watched two or three of them, and it's just like. I mean, I always like watching Dave because you always know as soon as he's on the ice because he just plays the game so much differently than everybody else because he's so much quicker and he just his edges are unreal. Like in the corners, he can he's so shifty. He just can get away from any any attacker and I don't know. He just knows how to open goalies up and and find. Uh, I just I think he's fun to watch. Yeah, no, I know. Really like watching. He's, great for the league he's so entertaining and like he was just toying with the Leafs in that 5-2 lot in that 5-2 I win I mean like the way he like I don't know he I'm so impressed with how he's changed his style of play in terms of shooting like, I know he's shooting yeah. from everywhere and like I think he's getting confidence in yeah, his shot getting too confidence that's the in thing his shot, you know like he doesn't have like the most powerful shot but it's very accurate and he's great with the five hole you know like yeah he, he gets speed in through the neutral zone gains up his speed and then when he's going towards like when he moves away from the center mm-hmm. and the goalies like sh- t-, t push or shuffle right to the right or left or whatever then he gets the five hole whips going, it right? yeah, whips it in five hole. Hole. yeah and, and shots, that's that shot like i don't blame samson off for no, that sh- for, those, for that goal unless you're goalie you understand like we both understand those shots are very hard when mm-hmm. you're moving mm-hmm. and then sun shot five hole it's yeah. very hard yeah it's very especially when it's really it's quick all right? you need is just like the slightest bit of room for the puck to yeah, exactly. slide through and because your stick as you move your stick as moves your, with your stick you moves and so with it you, right? slightly yeah. opens up a little bit it's just if you're gonna you, you have to choose one or the other you're either gonna play the five hole and not get the angle quick enough or you're gonna get the angle quick enough and yeah. open up the five hole yeah, more that's the thing it's it's very difficult shot devil's advocate though it was from a, a length away though so i know it, so i don't there's I, I don't fault him in, in the sense yeah. that i know why it went in but like you sh- you're not a joke yeah. goalie wasn't wasn't a great game. I can't lie. It wasn't a great game from Samson. No, off. no. He, he made a couple a big key rebounds too. That first goal was a big rebound. Yeah, on the McDavid goal. Yeah, but the one that popped out in front, yeah. right? I mean, and yeah, he made a couple nice saves in the first and second, but um, he just yeah, he the one they were they weren't like super. Leafs got to cover the rebounds too, though. Yeah, the defense got to clear the rebounds. Yeah, because McDavid was able to fly right in there, but that's just how he plays, right? Yeah. He just. He knows how to get to the right areas and just swoop in and collect it's, that it's rebound. And ju- like sometimes he's just like floating around, like it doesn't even look like he's trying. Like imagine him just going full, like oh, with no. ease. He just dekes around guys. And what's coolest to me is like, and I was talking about this a little bit before, but it's just when you see him with the puck on a stick in along the boards or in the corners, because it seems like he has no room. Yeah. And then he'll just like start skating one way and then just. All of a sudden, he's going the other way, oh, and then back play, around. Yeah. He just does it all the time. He just yeah. he just walks through guys, and then he passes it through like three guys, perfectly on the tape of someone else, right? And it's yeah, just like crazy. Yeah, on the on the bumper position, you think he's yeah. gonna like go back to pass to the D or something, and then curls back and then go, go drives towards the net. That was. And he puts the puck out in front of him so it doesn't slow him down exactly. while he's skating, and then he comes and picks he it back it up again. Too, yeah, oh. it's amazing. Fun to watch. To say though, just to wrap up things up though, I. It's can, it's hard to say. Like, he, I don't know. He's been scoring a lot this year, yeah. like we've talked about, and we've just been hyping up for five minutes. I still don't think though he's gonna get the Ovechkin record just because I think he's still, even though he's increased his goal scoring ability, I still think he's always gonna be a pass first guy. So I I don't think he's gonna reach that. I think it'll be close, but what about points? Do you think he could do points? Points, oh, 100%. Yeah. Ovechkin, 
No, no, not Ovechkin. Like, like I mean, oh, the just in actual general? record. Because uh, no. this is the thing, he's got to play for a long Gretzky, time. I, I know Gretzky was. See, see, McDavid will put up like a hundred. He might get one hundred fifty this year, but he's not. But he's not getting two hundred a year. He's on which, pace for like which, almost seventy goals. I know. He's playing insane. I know, but but Gretzky would get for a couple seasons in a row. He'd get like two yeah. two hundred fifty points. Yeah. And this is, is a topic uh, for another unreal. day too. But honestly. I think McDavid's the GOAT just because it's a big conversation. But I think if Gretzky were to play now, I don't think he's anywhere as good as McDavid. I just think that's Mc- another I think problem. McDavid's the GOAT a hundred yeah. times. But you could also yeah. – okay. The <laughs> older generation is last, last little bit, you could also say, too, though, that with the advancements in technology and everything that we have today, yeah. Gretzky might have been. Because think about it. Back then, like, sports nutrition wasn't even a thing. Yeah. Like, like – Well, also, like, yeah, the – development of the guys would be smoking in the dressing room before going out on the ice and like the players though are just not not as good as they like yeah like, it's true back then like yeah. they're way better now the game is way like the game is way more fast-paced now totally. it's insane how much the game has evolved well because now they're like the all the players that are through development they're all like lab rats kind of <laughs> being like yeah. put through like these insane well, like the regiments and, and stuff yeah like that. well like, or just even just like you got to go to like a, a prep academy now yeah, to be training like regiments. And yeah, stuff like that. it's insane. But anyway, we yeah. can, <laughs> we can get back yeah. to the trades. Um, Jets trade. Yeah. Um, February twenty fifth, so a bit ago. Um, Nino Niederreiter. Mm-hmm. Um, great top line forward. I'd say great third line forward, decent second line forward. Mm-hmm. So Nino Niederreiter from the Nashville Predators to the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for twenty twenty four second round pick which is like great value i think great like value second round pick for him is fine i don't care it's the it's the addition that we absolutely like n- Need. needed minimum like this this is the minimum addition we needed yeah. and the thing about him too eh, <coughs> is like he's kind of like a modern day like power forward like yeah. he's very like he's very strong in the puck he likes to hit people like we saw in the game against la he makes big hits but he's, he's on the fast track. too he's, he's also so fast, fast but he's like He's like a heavy fast yeah. though, not like light on his feet like Ehlers. No, yeah. He's like very, he's like a whole like McKinnon. He's very heavy on his feet, yeah. and he'll like drop you like a truck. He man. could, like yeah, he could steamroll through. Imagine so him, for the Jets, him and Dubois playing with each other, yeah. driving the net, crashing rebounds, and that's what that's exactly what um, yeah. Bonus wants to see too. Exactly, because so. I think the Jets could use more players like Dubois. Like Dubois and Lowry are the only players like kind of like I wouldn't even say Lowry's tough. a powerful, but like but, tough mm-hmm. and like skill but also forechecking dubois so, like goes through like dubois is the perfect. trenches every game dubois is like the modern power forward like literally he's really he gets forward. he gets slashed that, and though, tripped in the writers like they needed me to write yeah and second round pick that's okay um i like seeing him in a jets jersey so far yeah, like i think i think i think with him i don't know what nemestikov is going to do but with him at least they have the bare minimum of like Okay, we could do something with this team. It's, it's we could depth. we can do something with this team. It's a yeah. depth addition. We can still do something. I think it's not power. It's not like we'll, superstars, but it's depth. We'll talk about them more in the, with, when the Meshkov deal comes around. But I just think Nino Rider is a great addition. I just think overall, though, it's kind of a half measure by the Jets. Like they're getting depth. I think they still you use like a really a player that's gonna move the needle, like a, a yeah. to, another top six forward, a yeah. really good. Or a good defenseman, like we'll talk about later, but um, we'll just need the other guys move. to step yeah. up, right? It's just that's just it's good, how it's gonna be. Um, Montreal and Dallas made a minor trade, kind of like a 
both trades kind of needing a change of scenery, right? Mm-hmm. So Dennis Gurionov, who's had a rough couple seasons with Dallas Stars, who really badly needed a change of scenery, goes to Montreal for Evgeny Dadunov. So kind of just a one-for-one swap, kind of both players needing a new needing to go to a new team. Nothing like super major, but Gurionov actually scored, though, in his debut with the Canadians, so... That's Can't good. complain about that. Yeah. Can't um, complain about that. Barbashev to Barbashev to Vegas. Vegas. He's actually very underrated. Yeah. I think he's a great third line forward. I think he could have been nice with the Jets to play with Adam Lowry. Mm-hmm. He's also kind of like a Nino Niederreiter. He's he's got some skill, but he's also kind of like feisty. He's on the four check. He's fast. He'll make hits. But um, good ad for Vegas in mm-hmm. the top nine. Mm-hmm. And in return, prospect Zach Dean, who was drafted. In the 2021 draft, I believe 30th overall by, uh, by Vegas. So, yeah. still first round pick. So, that's like. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's. It's uh, pretty good both ways, to be honest. He's, yeah, I think he's playing in the queue. Uh, um, okay. He's doing pretty good, actually. So, it's decent a decent prospect. Yeah, the queue's yeah. like a. It's it's not. It's probably like the worst. It's It is, it's, yeah. It's not as good as the dub or the. Well, always probably. I'd say the always the yeah. best, right? And then dub, yeah. Yeah. It's and he's, he's still pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take away from the guy, right? And he's still young, too, right? 21 drafts is, like, just the year before, like, last draft. So he's still very young. Young guy. 19 or 20 years old, but... Give him a year. We'll see. Yeah. He might be good next year. Kay. Jack Johnson. Um, you want to talk about this real quick? Oh, okay, yeah. Because I was just move okay, yeah. Dude Jack just needs Johnson, a little more money. Jack after Johnson returns to the Avalanche I know. after winning Stanley Cup last year. Um, You know what? Honestly, I think Colorado was like, hey... This guy well, was our gem. This guy was our gem. He's, yeah. he's our good luck charm. So we're well, gonna trade for him again. I still remember that like headline when he's in Columbus, like with his like his parents. Yeah. That's sad, man. I know. I feel bad for the I guy. Know. That is actually people, sad, people who have no idea what we're talking about. But well, yeah, no, most know. people would know. Uh, know, but yeah, yeah, that's just a tough thing. But we don't need to go into that. Yeah. Um, Big trade. The, yeah. Probably the biggest trade. Wow. Because I didn't even see the amount of I know, return. A lot of players a lot it was of a goalie trade deal. <laughs> yeah Zachary Ivan. Um, so like we mentioned in the past podcast about Timo Meyer, biggest player on the trade bait board mm-hmm. other than yeah when Bo Horvath was traded Timo Meyer was first on the trade bait and list. I mean Patrick so, Kane's kind of up there too like he's yeah, not really the th- same this but is yeah in terms of the trade though because yeah. the Hawks didn't get a lot into return right like mm-hmm. there's a lot of moving pieces here Timo Meyer. Not gonna toot my own horn. I did say he was gonna go to the Devils mm-hmm. or the Hurricanes, mm-hmm. so I you will did. take credit for that. You did, but um, huge trade. Okay, so do you wanna? Should I? There's a there's a lot you of know names. What? You, you say the Devils retur- okay, okay. return, and I'll say the okay. So return. the New Jersey Devils, most importantly, are receiving Timo Meyer, mm-hmm. and then some little pieces with Timo Meyer include Scott Harrington defenseman who's actually already been picked off of waivers from the New Jersey Devils. They placed him on waivers in Anaheim, took him off waivers like right away. So he's no longer on the team, but he was included in the deal. Um, Santeri Hataka, defenseman, don't know much about him. Never heard of him. I think he's like an older, probably AHL guy. Um, Timur, holy crap, these names. (laughs) Timur Ibrahimov, left wing, don't know much about him either. Zachary (laughs) Emond, goaltending. AHL goalie, um, and a 2024 fifth round pick. So the basically what you need to take away from this deal for the Devils is Timo Meyer and a fifth round pick. Yeah, basically. Um, 
in uh, in return, however, the San Jose Sharks receive Andreas Johansson. Former Leaf. <laughs> Remember it. Never heard of this guy. Shakir. Oh, Makamadulin. 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 So Maku- Makamadulin mm-hmm. was actually drafted in the 2020 draft. Oh. Like 21st overall or something. Oh. Or 25th. So he's a first round pick in the 2020 draft. And he's actually playing in the KHL as a defenseman. And he's doing really good. Okay. He so could be good. One of the, he could be good. This is the, like one of the piece. biggest pieces in the okay, deal. Okay. So this is a, that's a key move. Shakir right. Makamadulin. Then Nikita Okotiuk. Defenseman. Don't know much about no, him. Don't know much about him. Fabian Zetterland. I don't really know good, much about him. Good third line forward. Really right good. winger. Okay, he, yeah. He's a very good third line forward. Then probably the biggest piece, the 2023 yeah. first round pick. Um, and then uh, a conditional 2022 first, 2024 yeah. first round pick and a 2024 seventh rounder as well. So main pieces, first round pick obviously in this year's draft. Um, a conditional 2024 first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shakir Makamadulin is probably like a B plus or A level prospect. He's That's a very good, good prospect. Good. I honestly think um, I think the return for San Jose is pretty good here. Yeah, it's, I, I do like the deal yeah. for New Jersey though because yeah. I, obviously, in terms of trades, I always lean towards the best player in the trade, right? But I think I love San Jose's value. Um, could they have gotten an Alexander Holtz? I I honestly I thought they were gonna get Alex. Alexander Holtz, because he's probably their best prospect, and if you're trading Timo Meyer, you probably want to get their best prospect. But Fabian Zetterlund still—he's Swedish, young. He's very young. Okay. Very good third line forward. Was really productive with the Devils. So we'll see how he does in San Jose. But still good value for the Sharks. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's totally. Big trade for New for New Jersey. Their top six is deadly. You got Nico Hichier, Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt. Timo Meyer, Dawson Mercer, they're stacked, absolutely stacked. Thomas Tapar. Yeah. They're going to so. be they're going to be a good team in this uh playoffs. They're the Rangers Devil Series happens. I'm down. We got to watch it. Who uh who you got in that series? Rangers. Yeah. I, I think take, so too. Think Dude, th- that top 6 is way better actually. The Rangers top 6? No. It's close. Yeah, but okay, but big names in terms of big big, big names. names. Like you have better, you have equal, similar, yeah. not equal, but I love, similar players. But I love Zabinajad, but I do think he most of his points come from power play, though. So I, I do. Yeah, but I he's, think it's very, he's nuts, it's and he's good even. good playoff no, experience too. Good. I still think the Rangers, because I, I was going to say, I think forwards probably a bit even. I maybe lean towards the Rangers a bit. Defense, I take. I like. New Jersey's defense a bit better, the but goalie, goal, goal yeah. timing is a huge thing. It's Shesterkin versus Vanacek. Shesterkin all day. Shesterkin yeah, but we've, we've seen both of them have good games, and we've seen both of them have bad games, though. Yeah. Shesterkin certainly is is prone to a couple higher-scoring games, but he is a, he's yeah. a top-level goalie, too. Like, dude, close series. I think playoff experience and goaltending does take, lead New I, Rangers, Rangers, yeah. Rangers, but like, it's close series for me. Game 7, probably. Totally. Yeah, it's going to be so um, fun to watch. Really big trade that like no, very under the radar nobody yeah. saw this trade coming Tanner Zeno to the Tampa Bay Lightning Fisher huge return huge return uh the natural predators in return got Cal Futt expensive prospect. huge return no. <laughs> uh he's good. He's he is good. good I know um and then uh and then a boatload of draft picks um basically a whole year worth of 2023 yeah. three four and five 
round picks from uh, Tampa Bay, and then um, a second rounder in 2024, and then a first rounder in 2025, which is a lot yeah, to give so up, but a, but a good player too. So that's it's almost a whole draft class: that they first, second, third, fourth, I fifth, know. <laughs> and a pro- like that's a lot of value. Yeah, I think that's an overpay. I think so too. The Lightning, however, it's a dangerous overpay as well, considering this Tampa Bay Lightning is an aging core as well. Yeah, the thing is, at the end of the day. I think, I think Tampa's smart because mm-hmm. I think they're like, I love the way Julian Breezeball, the Tampa Bay GM, works because he's like, I'm not gonna f around here. I'm not messing <laughs> around. I'm gonna get my player and I'm getting out. Like yeah. he's not like, oh well, I don't want to pay this. Yeah, he's like, right. I'll pay and get my player and yeah. get out of here. Like yeah. I like how he works. I think more GMs need to do that. And I think even though it's an overpay, dude, against the Leafs, he's gonna be like a big threat, man. Yeah, like, he's gonna. He's must a be very sick. hard player to play against. It must be sick being, uh, like being someone like Jano and like looking at the trade board. It's like they gave up like an entire draft class for Bro, me. Ego man. Bro, like, he's like he's gonna walk in there like, yo, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> they probably got like, they're probably gonna treat him like royalty, man. Yeah, I know. That's he's gonna be a pain against the Leafs. I'm telling mm-hmm. you in that series. Uh, that, you're the Leafs are winning that series though. Mark my words right now. The Leafs. It'll be the year everyone's gonna be like, oh, huh, huh. they're not gonna make it out the first round. And then they will. Th- this is how I. They're, these fans. they're making that. Yeah, it's different this year. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. This it feels different this year. This is, yeah, it's yeah, our yeah. Year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. You can't tell me that this Leafs team with the next edition that we'll talk about here, McCabe Lafferty, a conditional 2024 fifth round pick and a conditional 2025 fifth round pick from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for. Uh, forward Joey Anderson, mm-hmm. good bottom six forward. Pavel Gogolev, left wing. I think he's more of an AHL guy. I don't know much about him. A conditional 2025 first round pick and a 2026 second round pick. Honestly, I think the Blackhawks kind of got fleeced in this trade. Not like fleeced, but they... I think it's a bit concerning. They're, they're retaining 50% of McCabe's salary too. And like McCabe's a good player. Lafferty is a little not quite as as good. Um, I mean, it's hard to compare. Lafferty is going to help the Leafs in the bottom six a lot. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's a good depth piece, good but line, and on the penalty kill, he's one of the. I think he's tied for most shorthand goals in the whole league this year. He's oh, really? Very good shorthanded. Um, my concern. Oh, just to quickly um, mention here. The conditional 2025 first-round pick is literally just a first-round pick in 2025 that's top 10 protected. Yeah. So, no matter what, um, Chicago is going to get a first-round pick. But if it's in the top 10, then the pick will shift to 2026. Yeah. But, um, so basically, first, the second, Joey Anderson, an HL player. I think it's decent value. However, like you said, n- I'm not a fleece, but I think it's, it's concerning that yeah. – Chicago didn't get in return one of the Leafs' prospects. Yeah, and and why not? Or why not at least a like a non-conditional higher pick? Like like, I would have thought that Nick Robertson or mm, maybe even yeah. Rodian Amirov. I know he's. I don't think they want to trade. Now, I don't think they want to trade either of those guys though. I know, but like, I'm just surpri- obviously the Leafs don't want to trade them. But like, mm-hmm. you think that the Hawks would re- ask for a prospect? I think they really want Matthew Nyes. I think the Leafs did not, don't want to trade Matthew Nyes at all. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Hawks have been interested in Matthew mm-hmm. Nyes because last year, um, you know, the leaked rumor about um, 
Flurry. Remember the leaked rumor about Flurry going to Toronto? Did you hear about that? Oh, maybe yeah. Flurry, um, and who was the other Hawks player? Flurry and McCabe or something going to Toronto for Matthew Nyes and for like Chicago has been interested in Matthew Nyes. I really think they want Matthew Nyes, but mm-hmm. I think Kyle Dubas didn't want to budge. So still good value first and second. Joey Anderson will be plugged into the lineup, right? Because Chicago like has sold their whole team. Yeah, so he'll, he'll get some playing time, but decent trade. Good yeah, for the Leafs. Moving on from that though, yes sir. Oh, man. Good to see him get out of uh, Edmonton, and I think he could be lethal if uh, if they play him with Ajo. I would love to see that. Finnish connection. Finnish connection. Five Finns on that team. Teravine. Actually, Teravine and Ajo and Pugliarvi could be aligned. They, they could all like, speak in Finnish, too. Like, yeah, no one understands. Like, like, yeah, nobody will understand. Yes. Yeah, he's... he's I'm, I'm excited for him because, like, I'm happy for him. Yeah, yeah, like the rumors and stuff where it's like, I don't think hockey's for me or like all that stuff. Like I'm like, I feel bad, man. Yeah, I felt he bad for him. Change of scenery. Yeah, I think he's a good player too. He's a, yeah. he's a good player. I think this has been a long time coming. He's been like in trade rumors for like three years almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Carolina's very good at like turning like low key players into like really effective players. Yeah, right? totally. I think I think so. like in terms of draft potential or prospect potential and stuff, like. Pugliarvi's, he was up there, like, higher than Teravainen and, and Ajo were. Like, yeah. he, like, and then, and I still think he's still got it, right? He's well, got the potential. It, bro, he's still 26, young. 2016 draft, he was supposed second to be projected. He was, right? Pro, no. Projected Lion second? A, or, he was projected to go after Line A. He was supposed to go third overall. Oh, but okay. then he went fourth to Edmonton. Right. But, like, dude, this guy was supposed to be, like, an all-star. I think it just hasn't worked out in Edmonton. I think, I think he still can. Start, yeah. I think a fresh start in Carolina could do lots of work for him. Mm-hmm. In return, Edmonton gets prospect Patrick Pustola, and I'm really intrigued with this guy because I, I read about him. He's he was drafted in the 21 draft actually. Mm-hmm. Like he's still very young, very young, and he's got a lot of potential. So, well, I'd like to see it w- yeah, work I out for both of them. He was drafted in the third round, so like, there's still lots of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, depth pickup. Wild acquire Marcus Johansson, good third line center mm-hmm. from Washington for a third round pick, good value for Washington. And, and then a, a Rasmus Sandin dump from the Leafs. You cover your Leafs fan. Okay. What are your thoughts on Rasmus Sandin out the window? Yeah. I don't know. He's just he he wasn't really like. He's kind of been. I haven't seen much of him this season, really. Like. He just he's kind of he's a good he's a good player but I I'm okay to see him go for in this situation. I feel like the Leafs might have overpaid a little bit, but I think really I think first round pick and Toronto receives I think Boston's that's I think that's good value. Well, the trade so the Toronto tra- gets the trade is the on here is the it's uh, a mistake. they don't the have Leafs, the first rounder the Leafs in there. The okay. First round. okay. Yeah, okay. That yeah, makes here it is. That Toronto receives Boston. Yeah, that first round pick first is from pick. Boston in the Orlov trade. Never mind. So, I, I, so, I understand a little yeah, more. Yeah. The full trade, Rasmus Sandin to the Washington Capitals. In return, the Leafs get Eric Gustafson, depth defenseman, good offensively, and a first round pick, mm-hmm. which is probably going to be like 28 to 32 in the first. Like, it's going to be a late pick. Which is, yeah. It's going to be a late pick. But which it's is all right. It's still yeah. a first round pick. First rounder. Um, this is a guy in Rasper Sandin, he's been in and out of the lineup, and honestly, I think that McCabe trade had his 
having right. dead to rights. Yeah. I think after I that, put McCabe, McCabe in over him. Yeah. yeah, no. After they traded for McCabe, I think Sandin knew he was kind of lowered on the depth chart, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Um, also, I heard from a lot of insiders that Sandin kind of wanted to trade. I think he was kind of tired of being. I think it's like the Billy Hainola situation where he's kind of in and out of the lineup. Yeah. I think he wanted some top four minutes, and the Leafs didn't give it to him. Yeah. He wanted a change of scenery. The Leafs gave it to him, and I think it's a great opportunity in Washington. So. And and then just to move on, uh, Luke Shen was a good pickup for the Leafs as well. Um, Deaf defenseman. Back in the le- in in Toronto after a long time. That played his <coughs> debut yesterday. Um, well, I guess not his debut because he's been a Leaf before when he right. was drafted in like 2006 or whatever. Yeah, a long but, time um, ago though. Or 2009, what was it? Whatever. But, he, yeah, he played his first game again yesterday against uh, Calgary. Um, depth defenseman, like, probably in, one. in another lineup. Yep. He's going to be, like, very – he's hard to play against. He's not going to put offensive numbers up, but he's going to be – he played for the Lightning, so he knows a lot about the Lightning's players. But third-round pick is decent value, actually. But yep. I like that move. Uh, the big one, though. T.S. Ekholm. Yep. Big one here. Um, do you want to break it down from... Uh, you got it. Okay, well... Uh, we'll just say you can... The oh, trade or... All right. Because I didn't last week. Big, uh, yeah. Big trade here. Tyson Berry to the National Predators in exchange for Matias Ekholm. And then the additionals are Reed Schaefer, um, a first-round pick in 2023, and a fourth-round pick in 2024 to Nashville. And then a 2024 sixth-round pick to Edmonton. Honestly... I like this trade for both sides because it really is an Great. even trade. It's an even trade. Like I, it would have been nice if Edmonton didn't have to give up Tyson Berry too. But w- but you got to yeah. give some return. Cap- for well, it's a Ekholm. cap dump, right, to make yeah. the money work because they couldn't afford him without. Totally. Um, and and I mean they're both like Ekholm and Berry are. Ekholm's a better defenseman. Way better. Way defensively, he's way better. Yeah, but Berry's probably a bit better offensively. But that's the thing. It's they're not like. In in different leagues in terms of uh, skill level and I, I I think so I think it's a Ekholm's a great addition for the Oilers though because they needed someone like that they have enough offense to um kind of you know what's funny about this trade mm. Nashville retains four percent four percent of Ekholm's bro contract. Y- you know you know that the thing that they probably were talking about for the longest was how much of that to retain. Yeah, honestly, you know, it probably went back and forth. Worth, like, yeah. like, three and a half. Nope, five and a half. And then they're like, <laughs> so they went back. Yeah, I guarantee you. Yeah, I agree with you, though. I think Edmonton, obviously, they score a lot of goals. So I don't think they actually need Tyson Berry. They no. score enough goals alone. I think You can put defense, anyone in that spot on yeah, the power play, too. Because exactly. McD- McDavid and Dreisaitl run that power can, play. You, you don't plug, need to worry about who's there. You can totally there. plug Bouchard in and yeah. they do fine. Yeah. Um, the key for Edmonton is obviously defense. Ekholm is a good defense first defenseman. Yeah. Um, I really like the return though. Tyson Berry, like you said, is a serviceable guy. Yeah. Get a first round pick, a fourth round pick, and really notable piece. Reed Schaefer plays for the Seattle Thunderbirds in the dub, and he was the last pick in the first round last year. He was picked thirty second overall. He's great. He's kind of like an. He's a good power forward. Yeah, guy, so. I don't know much about him, so it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting to know. Um, good piece though. Yeah, so. and then you can you can take this guy. Big trade uh, to New York. Yeah, it just happened a couple of days ago. Patrick Kane mm-hmm. is a New York Ranger. Mm-hmm. 
um, made his debut yesterday. Kind of weird seeing him in a Rangers jersey. Totally, hey? yeah. Like, it was weird sight. Back with Panarin, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, Panarin and Kane are reunited after playing um, prior and with the Hawks organization. Yeah. But, yeah, Patrick Kane and I don't really know who this other guy is. Patrick Kane and Cooper Zek for yeah. the New York Rangers. I'm not sure who that is either. Um, for... Uh, conditional 2023 second round pick, a fourth round pick, and Andy Walensky, who's just the AHL guy. Yeah, but so honestly, it's a, it's a good deal for the Rangers. Yeah, not great for the Blackhawks. Had no leverage though. I don't mm-hmm. blame them. Yeah, honestly, getting a second and a potential for because it's um, conditional uh, second, it could go to a first. Um, yeah, a second and a fourth is not even that bad considering they had no leverage. So yeah, I'll say that. And then they retain 50% of the yeah. salary, too. And um, Arizona's kind of involved in this trade as well, but yeah, not, nothing really to mention. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fisher, um, L.A. and Winnipeg, they had a game. Um, L.A. wins in a shootout, 6-5. to five. Everyone's happy. That game? Enjoying life. Except for me, because I was pissed off. Because yeah. the Jets should have won that the game, Kings but whatever. were happy and excited. Yeah. And then after the game... They're all Deaner depressed knee. Knee. after some very, very controversial yet surprising news. Yeah. Fisher, what are we talking about? Jay Quick, the big man. Franchise goalie. Franchise goalie. He's been coined to be quick across the crease. Shut um, up. And he goes to Columbus for a few hours some might say that his stay in Columbus was rather quick <laughs> before he's then dealt over to Vegas. Um, this is, you know what? This is, I think it's good for, for Jonathan quick. It's tough when you see a franchise guy traded like that. Um, it's tough when a franchise guy like that has a bad season, like he has thus far. Terrible and season. I'm just, I'm just hoping that they're able to make something work with, uh, with Corpus there. He still yeah. stays, right? Yeah, yeah he I stays there because they need that. The Kings yeah. are actually a good team, and they're going to be able to do something in the playoffs, I think. We've, like we've, we've both talked about it. Um, what goal, is it? Sorry. <laughs> what is it that we've talked <laughs> about? Yeah, we've, we've both talked about it before mm-hmm. during the game, too. It's a big um, thing around the L.A. Goaltending, yeah, is their biggest weakness by far. Because I honestly, Phoenix a couple of those Copley goals were yeah, terrible. not great. No, Connor I, snipe, but like you got to say that yeah. still, was from I could, so far. I'm out. gonna be honest. I think I could have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but why not. is he Probably on his not, knees though? When it was like no, that yeah, that was the biggest sorry. one. Was that um, what's his name? Our Stenland. Stenland. Stenland had okay, so he pulled that puck to down from down low. Yeah, yeah. But, but 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 into the slot area. It was kind of the high slot. And he just, not high slot, sorry. It was kind of like in the slot, though. And he just, he just, it was like two or three seconds. If I'm a goalie, I'm getting up off my post and challenging that shot because it doesn't matter if you're moving as he releases that shot. If you're in the NHL, you'll, you'll be, still be able to save a clean, clean shot like that. Um, because there's no, he's not going to lose it in any traffic or anything. It's in tight. You just have to cut off the angle. Copley, I guess, thought he was cutting off the angle, but there was a lot of room over that shoulder blocker side, and and that's where uh, yeah. Stanley put the puck. So that's true. I was t- 
that's true. I agree. Mm-hmm. I was talking about the other thing though. You know the Kyle Connor goal that sniped. Oh. He was on his knees on that goal too. Did you see that? Yeah, but like, that why one's. Are you on his knees? No, that no. makes a little. No, that it's one a good little shot. Little it's a great shot, but okay. you gotta have that. It's so it's so it's from so far out. He's gotta get his glove up. I think I think that that. Okay, well, Hellbuck, Hellbuck's feet. a lot bigger, but Hellbuck would have been on on his knees on that shot. On as that well. shot, you stay on your feet though. You don't go on your knees. I well, don't know he's why going because he he's going to the corner, and you want to. They want to. He was like he's he was too confident he the shot whole game. That from in where his, McDavid shot it uh, against but, Toronto. They're like in the same place. Low hash to the corner. Yeah, yeah. but like you got to have that. You got to recognize yeah. too that he's a he's a right-handed shot. So, um, who? What, didn't that come from a Kyle Connor? Yeah. Oh, lefty. So it went across his body. Because uh, he was on the left side, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. It was from the left side. So he was like, it was. It, it went was across top, his body, it was like I guess. Top corner, but it was like really far out, and he like went on his knees for some reason. No, he I did. know, but I'm saying the angles. Like, I guess it did go like across yeah. his body as he as he shot. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. Like, I, I think I I'm not surprised he was on his n- knees necessarily, but I I think you you kind of yeah. you got to be more square to that puck and, and get exactly. your glove up. You got to get your glove yeah. up. For Either that. way, though, LA's primary weakness is goaltending. They can score. Their defense is decent. So. Jonas Corpasalo could be huge for them, along with Vladislav Gavrikov to the Kings, a yeah. great shutdown D-man. Yeah. And so in return, like we talked about, Jonathan Quick, franchise goaltender. Obviously, he carried them to their Stanley Cup against the Kings, won the Conn Smythe. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he had a terrible season, I don't think – I think the PR is really bad that you trade him. I think I it's, uh, it's kind of gutless but, but that you, you need, trade a guy you, like – They need something better, though, because they – how are yeah. they going to make a push in the well, playoffs if they don't have a goalie? It was more of a cap dump, right? They, kind they of, but they, they needed the a goalie work. back. They yeah. needed a goalie back. But, yeah, so Jonathan Quick, a first-round pick and a third-round pick. And then Corvus is good. Corvus is a good goalie. Corvus I think is really good. Just he, can, he played with Columbus, right? So. Right. So I think, I, think, I think he can do some damage for them in the playoffs this season because the Kings are a sneaky good team. Yeah. They're, they're, they're right up with the, with the Jets in terms of they points. Do, they're they similar. They some damage. They could do some damage, but I, I honestly didn't even see this trade until now. Goss fair to the Hurricanes. The Third Hurricanes are gonna have an unreal defensive core. Their defense is so good. That's unreal, man. So they'll have Goss especially like offensive, like two way defenseman kind of. If that was a thing, but um, yeah, because they have I, they'll have Bear, um, Burns, Slavin, uh, Hamilton. Still right? No, no, no. Hamilton's in or Hamilton's New Jersey. Gone. Pesci. 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 Sorry, Sorry I get four. the yeah. And then ch- uh, get my red and blacks J- mixed up. Jalen Chatfield. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. yeah Pesci too. Good. That's unreal, man. I don't know how you only get like for a third. That's really cheap. I thought I it was going to be at least a second. Good value. Dude, for the, the Jets could have done that. Yeah. Why, dude? Twenty twenty six third round pick. Why would we not have taken yeah, that? Bro, I didn't even know you could trade picks that far away. Like twenty twenty six. That's crazy. But but how did we not know? How did we not think like? I don't know. Um. Oh, isn't a big one. Um, are you, are you getting one in right now? Hold up. Are you gonna play the horn? What's go- what's going on here? <laughs> oh. Well, this is, are you talking about the sun, the sun for Henriksen trade? Huh? No, no, no. Is there um, a, there's okay, a three three way trade? Mm. Pittsburgh. Making some more moves. What's going on? Um, the full okay. I think we mentioned a bit, but there's a, a three way trade that come out, so that it's been updated. Oh, so now that it's Nick, Nick Benino, Benino. Oh, yeah. to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, 
San Jose receives Arvid Henriksen, mm-hmm. 2023 seventh round pick, 2024 fifth round pick, and the third party in the deal, Montreal receives Tony Sund. Don't know who, who the hell that is, <laughs> and a 2024 fifth round pick via San Jose. Yeah, that's so, that's a big one. I mean, like not many trades, so we gotta report the yeah. ones. Yeah, so <laughs> I love the I love the horn though. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay, back to another big one. We'll we'll wrap it up here. Um, this has been a longie. Jacob Chikrin, big, big trade. Big trade. Yeah, this is a guy who's been on the market for almost two years. Um, interesting Ari- interesting yeah. what he ended up going for, though. Exactly. Arizona yeah. held him out. They scratched him for like eight games for trade-related yeah. reasons, and this is the return he goes for. I got to say I'm very underwhelmed with the return. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> Me too. Jacob Chikrin to Ottawa Senators for – a conditional 2023 first round pick, a conditional 2024 second round pick, and a 2026 second round pick. So it is basically a first round pick, a second round pick, and a conditional 2024 second round pick, which can turn into a first round pick if the Ottawa Senators make the Eastern Eastern Conference Finals, which (laughs) it's safe to say that won't happen. (laughs) So it's basically just a first and two seconds. So where are the Senators in terms of the playoffs right now? They are a couple points out. Do they they make it, do you think? No. No. I don't think so. You know what, though? Jacob Chicken definitely helps. So I know. Improves their chances. But even if they don't make the playoffs this year, it's not a big deal because Jacob Chicken is a long-term option. Yeah. He's signed for two more seasons. So it, he'll help in the future, too. It's not just for this playoff push. So if they don't make the playoffs now, it's a, it's not a big deal. Because Ottawa, Ottawa did a quick rebuild, hey? That, that was a speedy mm, rebuild. It's only been I two guess. years. Two years? been way longer than that well they were in the playoffs like they were in the the last time they were in the playoffs was um against pittsburgh and that was like 2016 no yeah no yeah i su- i swear remember they were one goal away from the from the Stanley cup finals remember they lost in game seven in o- overtime I remember that, but uh, that was the last time they're in the playoffs. No, I, I don't believe that. I think um, and so the Senators are thirty-one, twenty-six, and four. Dude, they're only that's four not point, yeah, okay, they're not they're, far out. They're four points back of Islanders, but guess what? The Sens have three games in hand, so they honestly. I think could, they. they could I think they it. could do it. I totally think they could do that. Who do they have coming up? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Look at their schedule, but uh, yeah, let me check. Let me check. So they dude, 2017 dude. was the last time they're in the playoffs. Okay, okay. No, you're so right. You're that right. Was against Pittsburgh, so that's a look. Look at this. Look at this freebie of a schedule they have coming up. Okay, if they don't make the playoffs, I don't know what's gonna happen. So tomorrow they play the Blackhawks, or sorry, tomorrow they play the Blue Jackets. Okay, that's pretty light. Then they play the Blackhawks. Light. Then they play the Kraken, which that's a that's a decent game. Can be interesting. Good. Then they play the Canucks. Okay, yeah. Then they play the Flames. Yeah. Then they play, like, Oilers and Avalanche. Those are tough okay. games. Oilers, Avalanche, Leafs. Those will be tough. Here's the thing, though. Even if they make the playoffs, though, they're not going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. So. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, no. So, I know. I'm just. Two seconds. I'm underwhelmed with the return, considering um, Jacob Chicken was held out of the lineup for so long. And he's been in. And, you know, L.A. was obviously rumored to be the front runner. Like, what was L.A.'s return? I know. If, if you're telling me that's where the turn, you're telling me LA offered Literally. worse because I heard that they offered better than that. Yeah. Maybe uh, they dropped the price. I don't know, but that's just interesting. And um, then, the and then so we can talk about the. Kelly. AC Mont went on to waivers. Then, 
then went to uh, the Lightning. Then got traded to the Lightning for Nemestikov. And was and flipped to the Jets for a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Um, yesterday, Mikhail Granlund went to the Nashville Predators in exchange for a 2023 second-round pick. Went to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, sorry. From the Nashville Predators. Yeah. yeah. Um, decent value there. Yep. I mean, can probably plug plug him into the top six, but preferably third-line center. Decent move. Yeah. Big trade. Um, sorry. Bertsy. Yeah, yesterday, too. Yesterday morning, I actually. didn't even see this, man. What a trade for Boston. Tyler Bertuzzi. <laughs> This is I, this is an all-in. I don't know Boston what else that could is, Boston yeah. is going to be way too good, man. Um, but I still don't think they're going to do it. Yeah, we'll see. I don't I, so. I don't really trust the President's Trophy thing. Usually the President's Trophy team never wins. But, I know. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi is a Boston Bruin, traded for a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick. Um, decent value. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, just we just have to say it. Winnipeg Jets legend uh, Michael Hutchinson was traded in the. Uh, wait, Quick wait, hold up. So where did? Oh right, right. Jonathan Quick. Right. Oh yeah, was flipped to Vegas. Right. Yeah. Um, and that creates another storyline. How amazing would it be if Vegas and LA played in the first round, and Vegas yeah. played against his former yeah. team, and Dude. Vegas won, and Vegas won, and How Quick's like Quick, Quick's like, like suck it, yeah, suck it, bro, because he's it. gonna play, right? He's probably Quick will be. They'll lean on. They'll lean on. Logan him, Thompson's injured right now, yeah. so he he is the starting job right now. So how how much longer till Thompson's back? He'll return for playoffs, but before do you think? Yeah, before playoffs. But, okay. Um, you know it's interesting to see if he'll go back in the starting position, but Jonathan Quick's got that experience. <laughs> I I, I would totally pick up Jonathan Quick, even though he's had a shaky yeah. season. I if I didn't have a good uh, goalie. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually, that. quick shout out, Heater of the Week. Um, my Heater of the Week is Dmitry Orlov. Has okay. six or seven points in his last three games with the Bruins. He's done really good, so that's my Heater of the Week. Well, good thing you have one, because I don't. <laughs> uh, I mean, McDavid, Connor McDavid, if you, if you can yeah, pick him up. Yeah. yeah, he should be available in most leagues. If you can. Probably like 0.1% rostered, right? Yeah, so I don't think so. Yeah. Nobody, nobody. Not 99.9. No, no, no. No, definitely not. I wonder if he's like 100% rostered. No, I guess there's got to be one league where like they just don't have him or just something. Yeah, it's years, like, yeah. you're not allowed to have McDavid or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, yesterday night, uh, Max Domi to Dallas for a second-round pick and Anton Hudobin. Yeah. The cap dump. Good ad for the Stars. Yeah. Um, Max Domi's done good with Chicago. But Who's like, Dylan Wells? Uh, he's an AHL goaltender. Okay. Um, yeah, he's he's still pretty young, though. But uh, that was just added to kind of sw- swap goalies, right? Mm-hmm. But Anton Hudobin had to go to make the money work. So Max Domi to Dallas, probably good add. Probably most likely to play with Tyler Sagan, right, mm-hmm. in the second line. Um, then Vrana to the Blues. That's uh, a player I wanted the Jets to trade yeah. for, but Chevy's a useless bag of shit. So. <laughs> um, yeah, Jacob, that's a real steal for St. Louis. Yeah. Seventh-round pick and, like, a, a nobody – Seventh round pick and Dylan McLaughlin. Nobody knows who that is. Yeah. For Jacob Vrana, steal for the Blues. They're kind of like in a retool mode right now. Right. Um, because they're kind of they're like five hundred. Nick Benino trade, which so. I mentioned. Um, then there's Curtis Lazar, Lazar World Junior uh, Legend. Yeah. <laughs> junior Legend for Canada. Yeah. And Nas then some Paul. boring trades like, yeah, yeah McEwen for Lemieux. Oh. Between oh. Sorry. Hold up. Hold up. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, that actually is a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Yeah, hold that on. is a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get it the out. delay. Oh wait. <laughs> oh my goodness. Trade. <laughs> Fisher, we have a trade to announce. Uh huh. 
Jordan Greenway of the Minnesota Wild is heading to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 fifth round pick. A pretty decent trade. Can I just tra- say, sorry, I love that uh, fit for Buffalo. I think he's going to yeah. fit in so well with mm-hmm. Buffalo. It's like a young core. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Use some like Jordan Greenway's like a very tough like i think buffalo could use that and that's actually good value a second and a fifth that's pretty good value yeah. so how far is buffalo out of a playoff spot or oh, do they have one? i think they could make it and that's 31 I'm, and 25 so they probably got they're probably right a, a close i gotta to that. say my eastern team that i'm hopping on is probably buffalo i love buffalo they're such a fun team to watch you're wagoning with that i, I want them to win i want them to make the playoffs now. i'd be okay with that I, i'd love to see how fun would it okay, be wait, to see sabers, them in the playoffs sabers and senators though yeah, they're, no, they're bro, both they have games the in hand on the Isles. Isles have three more games played than both um, Buffalo. Or no, sorry. Islands have four more games played than oh, Buffalo then, and yeah. three more games. So Buffalo and Ottawa have games in hand. But Buffalo and Ottawa, they're not going to catch. they got to catch the Penguins. Yeah, I know, but they could, I know, but one of them could take Islander's spot, right? That's true. But, dude, that's a, I love that trade for Buffalo, and that's a good push, man. They could That could really help them. I mean, he's not going to play in the top six. He's more of a third-line, fourth-line guy. Yeah. But he's very gritty, and Buffalo, you know, they're a younger team. They could use some guys to, like, kind of, like, defend and help the younger guys, right? Because yep. the younger guys but more of a pushed veteran around. Guy. Yeah. yeah. That's a good second-round pick fifth. That's pretty good value. And honestly, so. besides that, we've pretty much covered it all. Yeah, that, that trade just happened. That's, so that that's, was, that's yeah. about it. Man, it's been pretty good deadline. Yeah, pretty um, good deadline. I think, like one of the best that I've seen in a while. Uh, the day of has been kind of rough, but no, it always kind of is. The day of has been shit, but the lead up has been amazing. Yeah, the, the lead up to this deadline has probably been like one of the best we've ever seen. So many teams completely going all in. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Who's your Stanley Cup pick right now on the spot? Oh shoot! Can we say? Okay, I'll I'll say one pick, one team from each conference, and then we'll say the. So okay. I'll, I'll, Who's, what's, the final, taking, what's the finals gonna be? Yeah. I'm taking Colorado from the West, and it's gonna be tough, but I'm gonna say. Tampa from the East, and I'm gonna say, Tampa wins, the Stanley Cup. But oh, it's man. a lot can change from now. But you know who what? do I think? I also think a sneaky dark horse is Carolina. I really like their setup on defense. They are good. I think they could use another forward on offense, though. But Actually, I could see that. I might go Cape. Okay. So, in the West, the top contenders are going to be like Colorado and Vegas. Colorado and Vegas, I'm going to say. But, but. Sneaky Dallas. What about the Jets, though? Sneaky Jets. Jets and Dallas sneaky could sneak Jets. in there. LA is actually uh, sneaky. Too. Yeah. Actually, but it's so open. Honestly, I could see Edmonton it's open. making a run, too. I could see Edmonton with McDavid. I'd, you know what I'd love to see? Okay, this is the teams that I want to see win the Stanley Cup. Obviously, Jets. Well, but Jets. but Ed, I'd love to see Edmonton win the Stanley Cup. I would I I'd just, love to see McDavid win the Stanley really Cup. I don't really have anything to cheer for in terms of like the Edmonton team and stuff. I would love to see McDavid win. That's, so, yeah, yeah, that's McDavid. And, and I like Stuart Skinner as well. You know what? Honestly, McDavid and Nuge. I like Nuge. Nuge, Nuge. Nuge. I love. Hyman, I love too. I don't have a problem with Drysdale either. He's a pretty good player. So. Drysdale, yeah. Um, on, here's my here's what I think is gonna happen. Let's hear it. It's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, you know, I'm known for my hot takes here. 
It's gonna be um, it's gonna be Jets and Leafs in the finals. Yeah right. And oh, this is what you want? Nope, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Gonna, it's gonna be Jets yeah. and Leafs, and and I got, I got. Nah, I don't know if I could. I could see the Jets being out of the West, man. I did that. They're, um, they're not good enough. I'm being I'm being optimistic. It'll probably be Colorado, but I don't. Sorry, sorry. I, either Colorado or Vegas. Is there another one? I apologize. Oh, yeah. You see it? Yeah. It's a pretty big one, actually, kind of. Yeah, Fisher announced it. No, you got it. I had the last one. You're good. Uh, um, the Minnesota Wild have acquired Oscar Sundquist from the Detroit Red Wings. For a guy we've seen thrown around a couple times today uh, to be determined, you know, yeah, <laughs> he's, a, yeah. he's a top-level pick. but I um, don't imagine too much, though. Maybe like a mid-level mid or mid-round mid round pick, probably. It's a beef. But that, this is kind of just, just like a someone. this is spontaneous. This just happened spontaneous mm-hmm. analysis, but it's kind of just an in and out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's his face? Greenway comes out, and then um, Sunquist comes in. They're kind of replacement players, right? They play the same style, kind of hard third line gritty game. Mm-hmm. Not going to score too much, but yeah. Mark my words: Jets and Canes in the finals. I don't see. I could you see the Canes getting there easy. I the Jets is Canes, it's a I little bit of a biased pick, okay? Yeah, it's a little biased, but I don't Okay, just don't quickly, a good I want to say a hot take. I think it's a good <coughs> chance that the West the a team coming out of the West won the Stanley Cup. Here's my reasoning. The East is such a dogfight and such an arms race. I think the team coming out of the East is going to be so tired and yeah. so injured from like the dogfight that is the East cuz all the East teams are stacked coming out of the east is going to be such a dogfight and yeah. i think that coming out of the west is going to be so much easier so the team coming out of the west is going to have so much energy they're going to be less injured and like less exhausted i think it, the team coming out of the west is going to have an easier time so so okay so, this is i guess it's bold prediction. this is the thing so for my prediction to be true that means the jets have to beat the they'll have to beat the stars the avalanche and then likely vegas right um vegas and stars so it would be, be stars avalanche or is that Wait, it? Wait, who? The Jets have to? You they have said to beat Stars, to... then the Avalanche, right? Yeah, it, well, it depends who like, no, wins. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, the team. Yeah, yeah. Stars and Avalanche, then isn't there, is there not another round for? Well, that it, I think yeah, be... no, if, it depends. If they're in a wild, if they in the wild card, though, they might be set up in, like, the Pacific. Uh, that's oh, the thing. So they might have to yeah. play Edmonton or LA, right? Yeah. Or Seattle. Seattle's sneaky, too. That's true. I, I don't know. I think they could do it, though. It's... Yeah, I'm just gonna be biased and say it. There's, there's Jets and Canes. Jets and Canes. Definitely a lot of <laughs> shout out to the first. Par- definitely a lot of parody though among among the teams. Remember the the first episode? There's a lot of parody among the teams. What? Remember, oh, like, oh, remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think that's what that word means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like, like the that was early on. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, percent serious. Hundred serious to be real with you guys. I think it'll be. Um, I I'm. I'm thinking it'll be Jets and Senators in the in the final. Yeah, the second round pick's gonna shift to the first because they're gonna make the Eastern Conference. Huh? Yeah, they'll make the yeah. yeah. No, nah, but we'll see what um, happens. I yeah, yeah but There's that's a good pod. A lot of good trades. Um, it's been fun covering yeah. the deadline with you, Fisher. It's been fun covering um, it with you, Fergie. First, um, F and F edition of um, 
trade deadline. Yeah, you know, next um, year we'll be doing it in our studio. So yeah, uh, yeah. We'll be in the TSN studio covering it. With They'll them. be inviting us. Yeah, yeah. Go down. We'll be next time. We'll be doing it w- and calling in the actual players. So we'll have oh, like yeah. uh, we can talk to Connor Bedard, right? Yeah. Dude, totally. Yeah, we'll be like so Bedard. Like, how's the season going? Your new edition of uh, Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, did you see? <laughs> I hope he doesn't go to Columbus. I'd I would be upset. Anyway, thanks for Fun, listening. Uh, doing this, you want to do the outro? You got this. Yeah. All you. Um. Thank you guys for listening, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you again soon. Peace. Bye. <laughs>